Ladies and gentlemen, it's birthday time at Bullwinkle's Family Food and Fun Restaurant. So let's have a big Bullwinkle hand for the birthday people. Happy birthday, happy birthday today. Happy birthday, happy birthday today. We're glad you're here this time of year. You're getting older, so we're told. But anyway, we wish you happy birthday. It's today, a great day. Your birthday, happy Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of If Memory Serves here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. I'm Taylor, and with me as he is every month when we wander back to the hazy halls of our memories growing up in the Bay Area in the 80s and 90s. He's the Klondike fried chicken to my Yukon name it pizza. It's my brother, Seb. Seb, how's it going? <laughs> it's going great. Hey, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Again. <laughs> That trick never works. Oh, man. It is good to hear your voice. Ah, even if it's trying to impersonate June Foray. I know, right? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, How was your week? How are you? Oh, this this week in particular was really busy because uh, the kids are all back to school and my my work schedule has changed and... Uh, it's just a lot of adjustment and it's Friday now and we've had some pizza and parents asleep in bed and in some ways all is right with the world. How are you? I'm great. In terms of the real world, I'm really excited because my 20 year old car finally passed its smog test after, uh, one too many failures. Yeah. I faced that this year too. Yeah. It did quite a lot of work to get it to pass and while I love California for its scenery and everything, its emission laws kind of are a pain in the ass. You're a car guy. You would know the answer to this question. Oh, boy. Would my 1999 Saturn qualify for one of the special license plates that says historic vehicle that the DMV issues? More than is likely, old? no. Not old enough yet. Okay. It, no, it 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 is... Uh, no, you're right. It's not old enough yet. It's. I think it's got to be at least 25 years old. Real, so I'm I'm maybe five years out from being so able to put... if if for some reason you can make it last another six years, which I really I don't think you should, but if it does, <laughs> do you think I'd have the only Saturn SL one with historic vehicle license I, plate? Yes. Now, do you know the other limitations that that uh, license plate puts on your vehicle? I don't. I do not. Uh, you're only allowed to drive at a maximum of 2,500 miles per year, and that is supposed to be to uh, shows, events, or club functions. What kind of communist BS is this? Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, there that's goes what my a lot of people idea. will say about California. Oh my God! Well, there goes my dreams down the drain yet again. Yeah, I. You might just be better off with a new car eventually. Although you could say that about me too. My car's 31. Hey, right, hey. right. 
Yeah, both of our cars are old enough to drink. Yes, yes, and mine mine tends to drink a lot sometimes. Usually by about the fifteen hundred mile mark, I've got to add some oil. But I'm bummed. Now, Tay, I've been meaning to. I've been meaning to ask you for some advice, and I was wondering if I could ask you a really quick question. Uh, you can if you're okay with the rest of the universe hearing it. So back in 1991, I buried a time capsule in the backyard okay, yeah, of, yeah. of our parents' house. Yeah. Do you think it's time for me to dig that up? Has enough time passed? I I think so. Do you think so? Yeah. I yeah, and it could definitely be uh, something we talk about and share here on the podcast. Okay, I just kind of wanted to plant this seed, so to speak, in our minds and in the minds of our listeners. And uh, maybe, hey, listeners, if you're interested in finding out what Seb buried in his parents' backyard in 1991, chime in on the social media. Let us know. Maybe we can put something together. That's right. Shoot us a shoot us a tweet at if uh, at Memory Serves Pod or at Clan McMuffin. Yeah. Previously on Previously on Previously on If Memory Serves. I have to say our G.I. Joe episode was really well received. Um we, we got a lot of good feedback on it, a lot of people uh sharing uh their G.I. Joe memories on Twitter and such. I was kind of impressed because right after um we dropped our episode in August, um another 80s podcast rediscover the 80s.com um they reshared a post from i think september of 2013 um somebody has done a a, a gi joe tribute rap album <laughs> um and i i have downloaded it it's it's one of those uh band camp name your own price deals so i went ahead mm. and downloaded it the other day and i've listened to it about three or four times now and it is fantastic i i have to say i listened to it this evening Excellent. Um, and i really like the destro song yes that's a very it's good pretty one. good um i was a little i was a little sad that i i didn't hear the viper get shouted out <laughs> anywhere um but it, it's it's worth noting um the artist's name is word burglar um, I believe he's from Canada, and I know that only because he's um, guested on an all-Doctor Who rap album that another <laughs> Canadian artist named More or Less, L-E-S, like Lester, uh, did a number of years ago, which is also really fantastic. Um, so I will have a link to that in the show notes. Uh, it's totally worth checking out, and if you can throw a few bucks that way uh you know to to get that album it's totally worth it you know can i just i have to throw something in just right now there's Please. this um you you mentioned a doctor who rap music album i have this super one of my few childhood doctor who memories that's clear for me mm -hmm. is this uh vinyl lp that i think we had okay and there was there was a song on it and it was a doctor who parody of um Oh, I don't even know what the name of the real song is, but it, it's like one of those chants you would do at like a soccer match in Britain. Bum, ba, bum, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Bum, ba, bum. Yeah. I yeah. still have that. It is the, uh, the Time Lords, Doctor and the TARDIS from 1988. Right. That, um, when, when I very, for the first, I heard that parody before I heard the real one. 
Mm-hmm. And when I heard the real one, maybe when I was in high school or something, I thought that that was like a ripoff of the Doctor Who one. Like the oh, Doctor nice. Who one was the original. Yeah. Well, and it's it's not so much a parody, but they did sample that original riff that you will hear at like sporting events yeah. and stuff. Yeah. that's It's not so much a, uh, much a parody as it is a sample okay. uh, in doing that. In fact... Um, I think eventually we'll have to do either a PBS or a Doctor Who episode and and I'll give the full uh, story behind that. But I still own that vinyl. Uh, Okay. Also eventually picked it up on CD Mm. uh, so I could have a much cleaner copy to listen to. Um, But yeah, it's it's out there and it's great. And there's even a music video to it if you search for it. It's pretty funny. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, last month, you also asked uh, if I preferred Cobra Commander uh, in his um, in his hood or in his mask. Mm-hmm. And one of the tweets uh, we put out there to the world uh, last month was, "What it, what do you, the audience, think?" And overwhelmingly, I don't think I don't think we had a single vote for the hood i think it was universally everybody likes the chrome mask the people have spoken they have and and rightly so i i completely agree well that's great yeah that's definitely my preference so it's good to think that i'm uh uh you know uh, in the majority in that sense right exactly exactly i totally forgot too in Hmm. last last month's episode i wanted to mention that um uh, we had we had a pet cat named Dusty. We did. You know, it's like yeah. my favorite GI Joe character, and then like my pet cat, like was named like the same name. And it totally slipped my mind for some reason, but well, understandable. Had, they, we had a lot to talk about. We had a lot. We we, had, we yeah, we had like two and a half hours of stuff to talk about. <laughs> it was a big episode. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, Dusty was a great cat. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, let's take a look at what's going on in the news. And ABC News Brief brought to you by Budweiser Beer. Stay with us, the late edition is next. So, um, some of our listeners out there, you may already know this kind of stuff, but recently Lifehacker uh, had an article about how to get your vintage gaming machines to work on your modern TVs. Um, we already knew that, unfortunately, the Nintendo light gun does not work on a uh, a modern screen. Uh, but there are a lot of other neat tricks and uh, tips in order to get your old school machines to work on your modern TV. So we'll have a link to that in the show notes. Now, this next one I'm really kind of excited about because it admittedly it's not specifically 80s um but monty python obviously was a big part of our childhood growing up and a Mm -hmm. bunch of lost sketches have recently been found that's wonderful yeah i remember seeing the headline online for that yeah um i think they were going through what was it some of uh michael palin's private archives okay um and there apparently were dozens of unused scripts for uh, sketches, including two whole sequences for Holy Grail. That's so cool. Um, and and of course, <laughs> I'm looking at it right here. It says, um, 
they they center on a Wild West bookstore and a pink knight that won't let King Arthur cross his bridge until Arthur gives him a kiss. Uh, yeah, we can we can see how some of this kind of stuff they probably went. Well, we don't need this one in, um, but we'll have a a link to that full story in the show notes as well. Uh, Palin, Palin was the only Palin's the only Python I've ever met in person. Uh, that's right, you yeah. have met him in person. And if mm. I'm not mistaken, did you get one of his books signed for me? Uh, I think I may have gotten it signed for a girlfriend. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, I don't. I don't know how <laughs> I ended up with her book then. Oh wait, do you actually have it? I believe I do. I mean, it's in a oh. box right now. I can't just like turn to a bookshelf and grab it, but I'm pretty sure that I do. Does he call you a girl's name? <laughs> I I I don't know cuz the book's in a box. I'm I'm not sure. Maybe somebody else got it for me. Oh boy. Well, wow, this, this is exciting. Yeah, we'll have to figure this out. Okay. Yes. Well, oh. hmm. All right. Interesting. Okay. Mis- mysteries abound. Indeed. Oh man! At least uh, uh, what's his name of the BDA is on the case. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to make a Python <laughs> reference and it didn't work. Moving on. Hey, uh, what? I thought it worked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now of course now 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 that you say it, I remember his name. It's Lemming, Lemming, Lemming of the BDA. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. I can't wait to get my kids started on Monty Python someday. I've, I, I've introduced them to the Gumbies. I've done oh, that well, they, much. That's half the battle. Oh my god, they they think it's hilarious. <laughs> my brain hurts too. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. Um, okay, so um, lastly in the news, I, and I only have this in here because we had a whole episode dedicated to shopping malls, but apparently a site found this newsworthy youtube is obsessed with abandoned malls <laughs> but we already knew that <laughs> but if you want to if you want to see the the videos that uh, the av club has uh shared in terms of that go check out the show notes for that fun have you ever watched any youtube videos of abandoned shopping malls taylor um i i have watched some Okay. Um, I'm I'm more inclined to wander into YouTube to find people who are doing like um, like abandoned urban exploration, okay, kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. or or people who tend to frequent the area 51 gates, mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, there's one that I would uh recommend for each. There's uh there's a an account called Ex- what is it Explore with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're really good. They do a lot of, uh, interesting, uh, exploration. And I also would recommend the area 51 rider, R I D E R, um, okay. in terms of, uh, accounts who do that kind of exploration. They, uh, they both do really good jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you have definitely searched up some, uh, abandoned yeah. mall stuff. There's um there's a YouTube personality out of Baltimore by the name of Dan Bell. Yes. And he's he's pretty much like the Orson Welles of abandoned mall videos. Is his voice that deep? No, I mean just oh. in terms of 
like <laughs> no just in terms of his like um his talent i guess gotcha um he especially he does these each almost each of his videos begins with a few minutes um it's a segment he edits together from found footage from the 80s like employee training videos and they're oh, some nice. of the funniest things that i've ever seen on youtube they're nice. just gold <laughs> awesome we did uh, i digress <laughs> that's okay you're allowed to digress well this time on if memory serves we're looking at birthday memories because it's september and god help me i turned 42 this year Woo! aw thanks are you excited um yeah i mean uh, it's i'm not sitting here like pumped up counting down the days or marking off the calendar like i would be for you who's turning 40 at the end of the year Holy crap. I know, dude. What the heck? When did this happen, right? 40 of your so-called Earth years. That's the way to look at it, because I'm, I'm calling this my Douglas Adams birthday. Oh, of course, 42. Sure. That's right. That's right. So if I can, seeing as how my birthday lands on a Sunday, I might just spend the whole day in a robe and carrying a towel around with me. It sounds brilliant. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, now speaking of when our birthdays are, because mm-hmm. I'm in September, you are unfortunately the day after Christmas. This is true. This is true. Um, um, and I remember being told the story that when mom was in the hospital giving birth to you, I thought she was in a hotel. Cause I was, what? two and a quarter years old and i'm like when's mommy coming home from the hotel when mommy coming from home from the hotel <laughs> i guess i didn't understand what a hospital was okay but um we actually spent a while celebrating your birthday on your half birthday in june yeah yeah definitely um this was probably oh um maybe ages seven to eleven i'm just guessing it's something in that ballpark Maybe even earlier. I guess it would be earlier because we have that video footage from 84, so it would be earlier. Yeah, that would be a little earlier because I think you were six then. Yeah. I mean, it, it basically, you know, it, it, it. I mean, we talked a little bit about this in our Christmas episode, but having been born the day after Christmas, of course, there's a lot of um, uh, difficulties that kind of come along with that. A lot of the friends you might want to celebrate with your on your birthday for a birthday party or you know busy doing family things with their families christmas things right. you know maybe they're out of town visiting family you know for christmas vacation um and th- and that was kind of hard as a little kid you know you seeing everybody else having you know being invited to friends birthday parties and they have like you know the the real traditional childhood birthday party experience mm-hmm. um and mom and dad were really gracious they were like hey let's Let's celebrate your birthday at your half birthday in the summertime. You know, people will be out of school. You can have your friends over at the house or at a at a different venue, you know, um, and have, have the whole nine yards. And it was it was a really great experience. You know, I really That's dug awesome. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In fact, I, you know, I didn't put down this memory because it's only a memory because of pictures. But I... I um, I remember seeing pictures. I know my very first birthday cake was an Ernie and Bert birthday cake. Wait, um, paint paint me a picture. Tell me, tell me, help me visualize what we're talking about here. A oh Bert gosh, Ernie birthday cake. Yeah, 
Yeah. So I like, mean, it, it was a sheet cake with okay. Ernie and Bert on it. I think they were firefighters. It's like an ice, like like rendered in icing. Rendered in icing. Yes. Okay. This this was okay. not something like your hamburger cake from 1985, where <laughs> the cake was the shape of a hamburger. This was not a cake the shape of Ernie and a cake the shape of Bert. We do not live on like the Food Network. <laughs> You know, I was watching the old family home movies last weekend, and I yeah. saw footage of that hamburger birthday cake. Right? Holy crap! That was like some professional-looking bakery going on there. It I mean, this thing was. It looked like a giant, legitimate hamburger. Yeah. But it was like a cake, and it yeah. was conical, and it was like the bun and the stuff coming out the edges and. Man, that was something else. Man. No, it I'll was a you. seriously professional cake. I remember that was also the summer where you had like your hair completely buzzed. <laughs> yeah, the, the the kind of haircut preferred by nine year olds and serial killers. Something yeah, like that, that. and, and yeah, you were me. only seven, so <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, no that 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 cake was properly epic, and I I don't know if the story behind it was you know mom going hey what kind of cake do you want and you instead of being like chocolate or vanilla being like i want a hamburger cake you know that that, there must have been some sort of um for lack of a better word menu that i flipped through because this was like something that that i'm sure the bakery i can't imagine it was a one-off because it would have been like crazy expensive it must be like i mean i don't know i mean hopefully mom can chime in and kind of Fill in the gaps in our knowledge here. Yeah, know? I'm I'm sure she could, but I, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if it was well, it was probably from one of two places. It was either probably from Wilson's bakery or um that one over on Meridian. Spivey's? Uh yeah, Spivey's. Spivey's, yeah, yeah. Both of which are long gone, unfortunately. Yeah, but yeah. sad but true. Um Yeah, Wilson's Jewel Bakery in Santa Clara, you know, they, they closed in 2006 after like i think they were open for about 85 years Oh, they've been there forever forever so many and, memories of going to this place it the 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 incarnation for lack of a better word that that i grew up with that we both grew up with um the building was a very it had a very 60 70 flavor oh yeah with, with like um like bubble windows bubble yes bubble windows um, I remember going inside the door mm-hmm. and if you, if you turned to the left, the extreme left, there was a, I mean, there was a huge long glass counter, right? Yeah. If you, if you turned to the extreme left, there was a little cubby hole of the glass counter where you could buy uh, gingerbread cookies and each gingerbread cookie, like you could get one in the shape of an automobile. You could get one in the oh, shape yeah. of like a, like a Mexican sombrero hat. Yes. You know? And then, and I, I always made a beeline there because i was just like hey mom get me a cookie i want to eat you know a little person oh yeah um, totally me too it, if you turn to the to the extreme right and went to the exact opposite other side of the bakery they had all the different cakes like sample cakes you could mm-hmm. look at and at the point and like hey i want that one and they had um in the very corner they had uh cakes where the cake the sheet of the cake was like um a, a human woman's torso with oh, extremely yes. large breasts. Yes. <laughs> and and like it was almost like yeah, it was like this weird spectrum of you, you got the little kids gingerbread stuff over here and then over here you got like the porno cakes. Yeah. And like it's one of my big lifelong regrets is that cuz the place was staffed by 
old Italian American grandmothers behind the counters doing the baking. And Pretty much. Like, I just, I, I never got to order a titty cake. And the uh-huh. idea of like a whole bunch of old Italian American grandmothers baking me a titty cake just fills me with so much joy and happiness. Like, and I never got to have that experience. Now. You know, we, I, and we I need never to find will. if there's an old school bakery like that up your way up in Sacramento and. We need to rectify this. Yeah, but where did boob cakes come from? Um, like, is this a dirty thing? Lines? No, yeah, but it's no, like, it was totally a thing. Was it a thing? It, it wasn't just probably, Wilson's. It's no, no, no. It wasn't okay. just Wilson's. All right. No, you can you can get boob cakes in a lot of places. I think. Do you think it would be too much of a downer to mention the fact that the guy who owned Wilson's Jewel Bakery was um, a suspect in San Jose's most infamous unsolved murder? Um, say what? Should I, I mean, do you think that's okay to talk about? I, 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 well, I mean, it's an interesting aside. It's something I never, never knew. So yeah, I mean, if you've got a, a a quick synopsis of it, hit me with it. There was a lady named, um, uh, Jeannie Harms. And in 2001, um, she disappeared from the prune yard in Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was never found again. Um, and there were two gentlemen who were um, considered main suspects at the time. One was Alex Wilson, who um, owned Wilson's Jewel Bakery. He was the son of a former mayor of Santa Clara. And there was another guy who was uh, an architect named Maurice uh, Nesme. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Okay. Um, anyway, it turns out that this Maurice guy was the apparently the, the more... Uh, the better suspect, I guess you might say. There was more evidence against him. Okay. Um, but the, the the I guess he was never convicted. And then it was really tragic because the lady who disappeared and was apparently murdered, her brother murdered the suspect and then took his own life. And then the DA closed the case after that. They said, yeah, we you know we could never prove it in court, but you know we're pretty sure this that he was the guy. And now he's dead, so we're not going to investigate it anymore. Wow. I know, right? It's kind of wow. crazy. That is kind of yeah, crazy. So, so it's safe to assume that the body was not found with any frosting oh, God. on her. Is that in bad or bad taste? Oh, it's okay. Was... That can be in bad taste. I'm sorry. Moving well, on. Well, you know what? I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't, um, tragically, I don't think her body was ever recovered. Oh, so we don't know if there was. Okay. Fair. Fair. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah. It's how I handle things like this. I Happy humor. birthday, everybody. Hey. How anyway. about them titty cakes? Sorry about that. Yeah, back to the titty cakes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, where were we? Uh, um, talking about your birthdays in June instead of December. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I I had um, had some great times. We had one birthday a lot of my little kid friends, um, a lot of our relatives, grandparents, aunts, uncles. And um, this was, I think, 84, some, summer of 84. Okay. One of my uh, favorite gifts that we got was actually captured in Dad's uh, home movies. Which one and was I got, that? I got a Kenner Star Wars Y-Wing fighter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. In fact, let's listen to a really brief clip of that incident right now. Oh, yeah. Isn't that always the 
wow, that brought back some memories. No kidding. She was. Oh, what a great toy. <laughs> yeah, that was a neat one. Um, I see. You know, it's interesting because looking back through, um, you know, the photographs and the home movies and stuff that we have, it, it really seems like dad dropped one camera for another. I feel like like actual photographic evidence for the birthdays that we have from the home movies doesn't exist so much. In terms of still photography? Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I think there's I think that's a fair I think that's a fair assessment, you know? Um uh yeah. I mean, so, I think before we had the the video camera there was a lot more um you know, photographic prints in the, the family photo album of, of events like that. I think. Oh, and that's for sure. And that's, I mean, I guess that's part of just the technology. Hey, here's the new thing. Let's use this. And mm-hmm. you forget about using a film camera. You know, I, mm-hmm. I back in the era when, you know, digital cameras were first a new thing. It's like, oh, hey, cool. Here's Here's this camera. Oh, my phone can now shoot pictures? Oh, my oh, phone geez. can shoot pretty decent pictures. Ugh. I don't use a digital camera anymore. I use my phone. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I mean, I think that there's something to be said for the physicality of physical photographs. Mm. I mean, especially not disagreeing. If, you know, like there's some sort of data loss. You know, that I mean, not to say mm-hmm. that like you can't lose like a fo- physical photo album in like a natural disaster or something. You know. Oh sure, still, sure, sure, yeah. sure. No, that's now, very what, true. What are some of the childhood birthday gifts that you remember? I'm kind of curious. Well, I mean, you know, if we take from the home movies, first and foremost, because I was kind of going through them as well, um, probably my eighth birthday mm-hmm. at the San Jose Swim and Racket Club. So that would have been 84. Now, what was the Swim and Racket Club? Oh, boy. Um I I would say kind of a, you know, community pool and tennis place, but it wasn't community. It was you paid a membership Mm -hmm. to to go there. Um, It was kind of off. Oh, God, Lincoln. And Mm -hmm. oh, I don't remember the cross street. It was before Co. If you're headed into Willow Glen off to the right. Azariah's? Uh, no, after that, after Azariah. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. yeah, I don't even, I don't even think it's there anymore. It's probably been converted into homes or something. Probably. Um, but I do, um, without even having looked at, uh, the home movies, I <clears throat> do remember, um, I remember it being a Cabbage Patch Kids book because obviously Christmas 83 was like Cabbage Patch hits the scene and right. yeah for whatever reason we both wanted them um <laughs> Of course we did. Of course we did, right? We we live by commercials and such stuff like that. Um but looking back through the home movies it actually looks like it was a uh, 100 piece puzzle. Um Yeah, um I you know I think I think in like I've been watching some of this footage um Pretty closely, you know, kind of like Zapruder film, zoom in closely. Yeah, you did a lot of research as to what I got because I was kind of looking at it and I'm like, okay, that I can stop and read 
that mm-hmm. kind of looks like maybe it was the Masters of the Universe logo. I'm not sure what this thing is. And you're like, here, let me figure this out. Yeah. And you probably typed on your computer really fast and yelled in Hans in North Korean a bunch of times <laughs> and figured it out. Yeah, definitely. And you definitely did get a Cabbage Patch book. Your memory is correct. But there was also um, a second Milton Bradley 100-piece Cabbage Patch Kids puzzle. So it was kind of a two-in-one gift, actually. Okay. And And I specifically remember that that was a gift from someone who actually, like, couldn't be there or had to leave early or something. Mm. Um, totally random, you know, memory, that part of it. But what blew me away when I was watching this is I got a night 2000 voice car. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is a night rider toy car, which I believe also came with a David Hasselhoff action figure, <laughs> neither of which I have anymore. And I had no oh, recollection. You don't have it. I don't have it. I did, of course, do my typical thing and be like, okay, what's this thing worth? Let's go look at eBay. 400 bucks. 400 smackers to get 400 smackers for like Uh, your average one. There are a couple that I saw when I looked when I was doing the show notes where it was like, like this has never been unsealed ever. It's mm. been kept in a hermetically, you know, control whatever bomb shelter i'm asking two grand for it and i'm like you are bonkers sir yeah you are bonkers 400 bucks is bad enough but yeah apparently i had this thing and um man that that must have been pretty rad do you remember do you have do you remember playing with it was it remote control did you push it around did it talk to you it it well it was a voice car so yeah it did it did talk um after seeing the home movies, I seem to have some vague recollections of it. Mm-hmm. Nothing so concrete as to be like, oh, yeah, I totally remember doing this, that, and the other thing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do kind of remember having it. But Did you know the guy it. The guy who was the voice of Kit in Knight Rider? The guy, that actor, he was in a musical about... The signing of the Declaration of Independence. You have the most random bits of information, and I love it. It's crazy. He plays like John Adams, like and, the freaking founder of our country. And does does at any point does John Adams say that he's engaging turbo mode, Michael? No. <laughs> what would be more awesome is like if, if like David Hasselhoff showed up as like George Washington. Oh God! Oh wow! <laughs> Oh boy, she um, was. But yeah, I'm sorry. I, no, 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 no. Please, always <laughs> interject with random All stuff right. like that. I love it. So okay. I also got, as you researched, a um, a Masters of the Universe He Man Spider. Oh, you uh, got a Spider, you lucky thing. I well, I'm sure you played with it too. I got to bring this up. Yeah. Oh, that thing, yeah. Spider evil stalker. What does Spider look like? Let's paint a picture for the listeners. Um, well, it looks like a giant toy bug that mm-hmm. Skeletor would drive or ride. I'm not sure which. Like he'd ride on his back like it was a horse, but it's a giant spider almost. Yeah, with big old mechanical legs. Yeah. Spring That's- action claw grips and carries enemies of Skeletor. It's so Figure badass. rides on top. 
Like they have that as a bullet point on the box. Figure rides on top. Of course it does. There's no seat on the bottom. Come on, people. Such a cool toy. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Um, but then you're, you have a note here. It looked like I also got a battle cat. Yeah. There's one part in the, the video where I think you can hear someone in the background saying, Oh, it's a battle cat. Um, and this was a couple of minutes after the spider. So I think you got a, uh, and battle cat is a similar thing, but it's, it's like the good guy animal slash vehicle okay. he man would ride. And it looked like basically a giant tiger, like and a they, giant, and they both would attack kit. Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. You know? Um, I mean, I guess you could have the Spidor attack the um, David Hasselhoff action figure. That would be great. Skeletor that, versus be... Michael Knight. Right, right. I support this. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it it also looked like maybe I got some sort of like A-team toy. Really? Okay. That It, that it I... looked like it. Okay. Um, okay. It was at, at no time in the home movies were, was it very was the box clearly shown. It uh-huh. was always at something of an oblique angle, but it was that um, kind of military stencil type font that the eighteen. I'm intrigued. Used. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I have to take I another have look. No at that. idea what it was, and I don't really have strong memories of it i know that there were 18 toys like mm-hmm. i and i specifically remember um and this is from from other sources that the vehicles and the and the action figures were different scale <laughs> so they didn't actually fit in the van correctly brilliant i know i know <laughs> math is hard for some people that's that okay. is hard math is hard um i was kind of amazed that even at this young an age we're actually getting cash from some people holy shit you're right and you know what (laughs) this is crazy because here's the thing so we played the clip earlier of my birthday party yeah there's a little bit of footage later in that and like according to what i'm hearing people saying like why is they ooh and ah i like took down like 60 bucks and i'm like a six-year-old it's like you know, what's a six-year-old going to do with $60? I mean, that's crazy. Uh, go to Toys R Us, duh. Yeah, but but here's the thing. So, like, the video of your birthday party, Yeah, it's one of the very few home movies we have where I actually have a memory that's of that event but independent of the footage. Oh, okay. Because um, you were getting these, you know, cards with, like, five bucks in it from Grandma and stuff like that. And there was one part when I had, like, a... If you if you watch the video, I'm like definitely like obviously trying to help you open the gifts, and people are kind of having to like pull me back basically yes. because it's like I'm thinking it's all for me, you know. Well, for what it's worth, Perrin tries to do that with Echo too. So yeah, it's a little kid thing. It's it a little is. sibling. It kid is. Thing. Yeah. Um, and I have a really strong memory of going up to like our great grandmother who was at the party, and me being like whispering in her ear, and it's like, Grandma, I want five bucks too, you know, ah! trying to like shake her down or something Seriously. like this, you know. Yeah, you know, it's totally – that's like wow. a really strong memory I have, wow. you know. Um, maybe because I guess as little kids, maybe our memories that are like kind of not super happy are the ones that stick with us more. Yeah, that, I don't know. that's – no, I, I, I think in some ways that's very true, right, which right. is why I'm glad we have photo albums and home movies and, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but lastly, and this – this may potentially be a game changer for me because I always seem to remember having one particular toy that I'll mention in a second, but I'm starting to think now 
that it's this one mm-hmm. that you noted here for me because I remember um or I would have sworn that I had a big old like uh Voltron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I loved watching Voltron as a kid. The they mm-hmm. they've kind of brought the cartoon back. It's on Netflix. Um I'm watching it uh the current season uh oh like a right reboot now. um yeah basically oh. a reboot yeah it's really really good and there's oh, wow. there's some great homage to the original uh, uh series kind of in in some of its humor and stuff but it, it's really really well done um, oh, wow. i highly recommend it and um so as a kid i'm like yeah i, t- I totally had a voltron yeah i remember that but you in watching the home movie of this particular birthday party, you were like, dude, you got a kingdom three in one. Right. Not not kingdom, but K I N G space D A M three I N one. Three in one. Yeah. Um at first I was watching this footage and I couldn't figure out what it was, and you could hear mom in the background calling it a GoBot. Yes. But I mean, GoBots came on those blister cards, and this is a pretty big box. And there's a really clear shot of the back of the box. And that's what solved, cracked the case and solved the mystery for me. Because I found um, some information online and they had pictures of uh, a one today that was still in the box. And it's the exact same box. And it's this pretty rare Taiwanese bootleg knockoff of a Transformer. Yeah. Um, and it was, oh, I was pretty impressed. I was, it was pretty obscure toy and, um, apparently somebody must've picked it up and and gave it to you. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I'm looking at the link that you gave for it and it, yeah, it's, is it ringing some bells? It's ringing some bells, but it's also, oh yes. Cause it's, it's, oh my God, it's got the fists that, uh, uh, paint us a picture. Paint us a picture. What are we okay, seeing? We're okay. seeing like so, a robot. It looks like a transformer. Sort right. Of. So, folks, there's a link in the show notes. That's <laughs> going to give you the best picture because they're oh, actual yeah. pictures. But <laughs> yeah. as as I'm looking at it, yeah, and their spelling of diecast, D A I C A S T. God love you, Taiwan. On the, on the box. On the on box. On the box. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> this thing, it it's Voltron esque, right? Yeah big robot that comes together from three smaller vehicles obviously instead of five lions but it has oh my god i am i am literally flashing back as you are listening to this ladies and gentlemen i remember it's got fists that will um that will shoot it will shoot the fists off the forearms yeah yeah they're spring-loaded Mm-hmm. And I am I am looking at this, and I remember mm-hmm. very specifically mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. with it and being That's like, awesome. "Oh yeah, shoot the fists!" You know, and it yeah, go yeah, clattering yeah. across the the hardwood floors at home. Wow, wow, that's, wow, wow! That that's sweet. That is really crazy. That's awesome, man! Holy moly! Have you ever tried to look like on eBay or something to see if? You know, even you, bits you can, of these you are get, around. You can get loose ones for like ninety bucks. Ninety like without the box. Bucks. Wow. Yeah, I think I think I'm right. I think that's what I saw. Um, I mean, I think they're pretty. I mean, I think there's a lot. Here's the thing. It's not really a. It's not really a knockoff of a transformer. I, I mean, transformers 
I mean, what were Transformers? Were, that was Mattel, I think. And Transformers, it was like an American license of a different Japanese toy that looked yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. That came out in like 80 or 81. Um, and I think those toys were designed by the same artists who um, designed like um, all the Robotech stuff, the Macross stuff. Like okay. The, yeah. Um, and I think it's I think it's the Taiwanese knockoff of that Japanese the initial incarnation that later we knew as Transformers basically, um, and I think there's a lot of people out there that kind of like I mean they're super hardcore Transformers collectors and they go after like their super early stuff the super mm-hmm. obscure stuff mm-hmm. you know so but I like wow. to think that we were on the ground floor you know what I mean like we were ahead of the curve ground floor of this at the very least yeah that's awesome holy man. moly wow wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff totally good stuff um well let's see what else um i don't think i've got anything else for that particular birthday well you know there's one one other thing though you know we talked about getting cash as gift as little kids mm-hmm. like do you do you remember i mean did you have a i mean obviously we got some that was cash and some that were like checks from grandma do you remember that yeah 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 i always like um I always hated getting the checks because it felt like there was an extra step where you had to like go to the bank or like sign it over to mom and dad. Right. Before you actually got that like filthy money in your little hands, the grubby little hands. <laughs> and and I've seen pictures of us in the home movies playing out in the backyard and the front yard and stuff. We definitely had grubby little hands. We had allowances, but I have no we memory of what the going rate was, like how much we oh, would get. It, it was weekly, I think. I think it was weekly, and it may have only been a dollar or two. I think when we got older, I think it kind of worked maybe up to five at most. But I mean, I definitely remember like if it was mom's birthday or dad's birthday, like mom or dad would give us cash to buy a gift for mom or dad oh typically yeah because and that's and that's we do that with the kids here too i mean they don't have a source of income per se so do 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 american juveniles these days still have allowances is that still a thing like does parent get an allowance um no not yet but we've talked about doing it you know in exchange for doing chores and stuff around the house oh that kind of allowance Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, i mm -hmm. i think i think our allowance was 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 like um I don't think it was chores based, was it? No, I. I think we they just coughed it up. Yeah, in hindsight, yeah. I kind of wish it had been because it probably would have teached me some skills. Teached? Wow, sorry. It's Friday. <laughs> teach, it's been a long. Week. I gotta, I gotta give me some education. <laughs> it would have learned awesome. me some skills. We gotta learn me some skills. Oh boy. Oh boy. You'd think I'd had a beer, and all I've had is two giant glasses of ice water. <laughs> Man, I don't know what you're talking about. I loved it just for getting it, like just getting it for breathing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, easy money, dude. Easy money. <laughs> yeah, oh, we don't get gosh. that anymore, do we? Dude, dude, we are getting to a part in the show notes that I've been meaning to ask you about. Oh, it's something boy. to do with your ninth birthday. Okay. So okay. I already brought up the titty cake, so you got to bring this up. <laughs> I have to stick the explicit tag on this episode. So yeah, for for my ninth birthday. Um, the only really clear memory I have, and and it, like the party, I don't think had started, right? This was just like day of kind of thing. And, um, you know, we, we were, we would play out in the neighborhood a lot, you know, down at the end of our block and across the street, we had little store. Um, there'd be times we were like, oh, we're just going to ride around the block or whatever. 
So about halfway down our block, headed toward Park Avenue, um, we were playing and running around, and there, just in the middle of the sidewalk, like discarded and open, is a porn mag, like a penthouse or something. But this was definitely like the day of your ninth birthday party. This was the day of my ninth birthday party. You have a strong memory that That, this was like the that is the time and place in the space time continuum that this occurred. I'm going to say that that is my recollection of it. Okay. All right. (laughs) Do I have something date stamped with it? No, I don't. But in as long as I've recounted that memory, that's been the day of my ninth birthday party. Well, you, you know what? Here's the thing. Like this makes this makes a lot more sense because when I saw this in the show notes, my first <laughs> thought was like, are we throwing your birthday party in like a back alley somewhere? No. And then it was like, then I thought like, was this a gift? Was somebody gifting you with like a porno mag oh, on God, your birthday? Not at that birthday? age. Not at that it's age. like, what's, it's like, what's going on? But okay. No, I, I it, see what it you're was, saying. It was very much just a, you know, discarded in the middle of the sidewalk okay. kind of thing. And it was one of those things I remember stopping and looking and being like, Yep, those are bits. Those are <laughs> those are those bits. Are, well, that's not that's not the exact word, but obviously, kind of like taking in the imagery there for a minute. What did um, did you like? Did you throw it? Did you throw it in the garbage? Did you like? No, I left it on the ground. Your, with your, you didn't. You didn't like do like a, like a burnout with your BMX tire on it or anything. Well, or? I was on foot. Oh really? Yes. Okay. I was on foot. I know that much. I was not. Right. I didn't have my bike or anything. Um. <laughs> I do remember Welcome that, to San Jose, but, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> do you do you remember? Because you know, a couple houses down from where I remember seeing that, there used to be kind of a rather you know shady couple, and they had a pickup truck that had a very offensive bumper sticker. Wait, uh, who? Wait, which house? Oh God! Um, was it on the side of the street with the old lady in the marigolies, no, or was no, it the no, other no, side? No, our no, side, our side, our side of the street. Which direction? Going toward towards Park. Little Store? Toward Park. Park. Was it, um, well, there was one house with the old lady with the white poodle dog that was Yeah, it was after that and before Jack's house. I don't remember which house it was. Okay, after that. But there's that. only like two houses. So it was some, it was some pretty rough customers. Is that what you're saying? Pretty that rough we're customers, in that you know, place? and being, you know, being little kids and, and mom or dad walking us down to Little Store, you know, we'd pass by this, this, old beat up truck that's parked out and it's got a yeah. bumper sticker on the back that says F off or die. Oh, are you serious? Or and die. Sorry. Yeah. And hey, we're mommy, like, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. almost right across from the murder house. Uh, yeah. 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 I think so. But I think that's a story we should save for another time. That's not time, really birthday right? related. No. Um, and we've already had one murder in this episode. Yeah, so I know, let's right? Not, yeah. Let's not add another. All right, all right. Here we go. Okay. Uh, now, what, what do you? What do you? Do you remember getting a slot car track set? I I remember. Oh yeah, I I totally remember. We we had slot cars. I mean, there's there's home movies of us playing with slot cars. But the thing is, is I don't have a clear memory of that being a birthday or a Christmas gift. Oh, okay. All right. Um, but yeah, we loved, God, we loved playing with slot cars. Slot cars were the bomb. And dad was really big into them too when he was yeah. a kid. So he really, I think, got a lot out of that as well. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I, that, that's kind of from that era. That's really all I remember. Now, of course, the the kind of the big, big gift 
um, came on my 10th birthday, and that was one that not only do I remember really well, I still have it. Mm. Um, and that was, let's see, so this is 1986 now. Okay. And I got a team-associated RC-10. I got my first RC car, my first real, you know, honest-to-goodness uh, radio-controlled car for my 10th birthday. The only RC car anybody would ever need. I That would be my... Um, that would be my sentiment. I know there are yeah. people who swear by the Hornet or the Frog or the Toad or Tamaya this or Futaba that. For me, dude, it's the RC10 all day long. And the and you know what? I mean, ladies and gentlemen, we're not talking about some cheesy little plastic thing you get at the at like the Toys R Us. I mean, this is like a serious off-road heavy-duty metal body yeah. um RC car. Um and you know what I loved about those RC cars? Hmm. I loved how you could get these plastic, um, like, blow-molded shells that were different body styles that you yeah. could attach. It's like one day I want my RC car to look like a like a, a Volkswagen dune buggy or something. Mm-hmm. And the next day you could look like a different car, you know? Yeah. And I I have so many happy memories of, like, getting these plastic body shells and i think you could buy them clear and you could spray paint them and put your own decals on them Correct. and 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 I, I know that you still have the rc10 but do you know if you or dad or anybody still has any of the old body shells i have all the bodies oh my god that sounds like You're a horrible thing me. to say when we talked about murder just a little while ago i have all the yeah. bodies um <laughs> yeah i i <laughs> because let me tell you those I I I don't think I've seen those in at least ten or fifteen years. Well, and I, you need to come over. My, because that's the thing. It was like for me, it was like some people get a kick out of building an RC car or building a model. For me, my thing is like, okay, like how many Shell gasoline decals logo stickers can I fit on one car? Yeah, yours you know? did have quite a few. Yeah, um, was, I wasn't a whole lot better. Oh, I love, but that was like the fun part for me as a little kid. You know what I mean? It is. It's, I mean, it's, it's decorating. Um, yeah, it's, decor- it's decorating. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I've got, um, like, especially when mom and dad had to completely clear out their garage to tear it down and rebuild it. Long mm-hmm. story. Um, at, at that point, um, dad was like, I'm not going to do anything with this stuff. And I'm like, I will take all of it. Yeah. And and I will do something with it because of the memories I have yeah. of it. I, I even have most of most of and there wasn't a whole lot left of his on road mm-hmm. RC car mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so I've got the bodies, one chassis, I think one wheel, some really old controllers. Um mm-hmm. but something that I'm doing actually for for my birthday this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've already actually, uh, on, on my particular RC 10, I've, I've already, uh, stripped it down of all the old stuff, um, that just, it just didn't, didn't really work anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I got it running for a little while, raced it around in the backyard. The kids were loving it. Um, mm-hmm. and then the motor burned out. Oh, no way. Yeah. Um, 
And I, I think I even tried swapping in the motor out of your old RC car because mm-hmm. I had that too. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think I stole a couple of uh, other parts off it because the ones on mine were bent. <laughs> oh, we would sometimes crash these cars pretty well, but I, um, I made the decision. I said, "Look, I'm I'm going to figure out what's involved in getting this thing back on the road, upgrading it." I mean. The, the radios, they don't use crystals anymore. Mm. Um, you know, uh, it's all like high bandwidth, you know, 2.4 gigahertz, this, that, and the other thing. So I, I was really lost for a little while, and I had to do a lot of research to figure out what would work. Um, and, and basically for my birthday this year, I asked mom and dad, I said, look, here, here are three things that I need. Mm-hmm. to get this thing going again um and i've and i've looked to try to find the best stuff at the best price because you could dump hundreds of dollars into getting one of these things back on the road with um the modern gear and i'm like i i can't do that so right my goal is i'm i'm gonna get this thing going again mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. get a setup that i know works um, and, and hopefully doesn't, you know, destroy any, any old parts because the new brushless motors are a lot faster and torquier than the mm-hmm. motors that we had. Um, and then, cause I know I've already talked to you about this. Um, I'm going to basically convert your old RC 10. Uh, we're going to, we're going to strip it down me and Perrin and we're going to make it a car for him. That's awesome, man. Um, Because he saw what I was doing, and he saw some videos of RC cars and stuff, and he got all excited about it. And I was like, yes, let's let's feed this. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, Um, I... I, I really have to say you were you are and were a better steward of of things like that than I would ever was and or ever am you know in, I mean, in what sense well I mean when I mean I distinctly remember being a little kid and maybe once between maybe the ages of ten and twenty like once every five years I would almost like throw a temper tantrum until mom and dad would rent like one of those um like dumpsters. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I would have like a mass purge of stuff. Um, ah. I, we'll eventually someday do a Star Wars episode, and I'll have more to say about that and where all my old Star Wars toys ended up. Ouch! Um, but I can already tell that'll be a tearjerker. Most people, yeah, most people say, "Oh, you know, I had this great comic book collection, but then my and but then my my mother threw them all away." Right, well, you right. know, for me, I'm the I'm I'm that role. I'm that person in that story. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was the person saying, "Let's you know, let's get rid of everything." You know? So, no, yeah. I've I've you know, I was a pack rat for a very very long time, and mm-hmm. I did eventually get to a point where I purged some stuff, and in hindsight. You know, there's certainly some stuff. Um, I know one of the things that I was like, hey, Seb, you want to get me something for my birthday this year? That was one of those things got purged at one point. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I'm going, damn, I never should have done that. Yeah, well, now you talked about the RC-10s. Yeah. One thing, there was one thing in my home movie bit of my birthday party that um, Grandpa Paul's holding the box at one point, and okay. it was really, really grainy footage, and it was hard to see what yeah. we were looking at. Yeah, and I, I finally figured it out. It was a air dammer road rammer, and yeah. it, it was a pretty cool toy. 
In fact, let's uh, let's take a quick listen to a commercial from that time period about the Road Rammer. Made by Tommy. Oh wow, jeez. Now this this is funny because I I thought I I remember Air Jammers, but I thought you had one that was like a Beetle. I I do still. Oh okay. I okay. do still. Um, uh, it's it's not the original one that I had as a kid. You and I went to a uh, uh like a vintage toy fair or something mm-hmm. kind of around my birthday, maybe ten or twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both saw the Air Jammer Bug Scrammer. That's right, the Bug Scrammer. And exactly. I, we both kind of tripped out, and it yeah. was only like like twenty or thirty bucks, if if memory serves. But um, um, and you're like, dude, I'm gonna get this for you for your birthday, and I was like, all right, I won't tell you no. It's awesome, and it was still in the original box and everything, and yeah, it's up in the closet, still works okay. great. I love. The concept, you know, here, mm-hmm. here is a car um, that is lightweight, plastic, you know, it, it's going to go real fast for a while and, and, you know, you can run it off ramps or off stairs or whatever, mm-hmm. and it just runs on basically compressed air. Right, right. You know, give the, give the back tire a little flick, it starts that little piston motor going and off it goes. Totally. It's totally. fantastic. I love mine. In fact, I should probably pull it out this weekend or next weekend and have Perrin go, Daddy, I want that. And I'll be like, no, <laughs> you can play with it, but no, you can't have it. <laughs> do, you, do you think it was better getting physical gifts than, than money as a kid for um, birthdays? You know, I, I for the most part, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I completely uh, think that getting a physical thing was better because I think it, it was easier to associate. Oh, hey, there's King Dam. You know, Grandma mm-hmm. got that for me. Grandma's awesome mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I think as we got older and our tastes became a little bit more um, complex, like I, I think of like some of like the Lego sets. You know, there there can be some very specific Lego sets. You're like, mm-hmm. I want this particular like city, gas station, such and such, whatever. Um, that I think, at least for the adults in our lives, you know, the aunts, the uncles, the grandparents were like, well, I'm not going to be able to remember that specific mm-hmm. thing. You know, unless maybe I'm, I just, you know, take Tay or Seb out to, to do this. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to give them 20 bucks or I'm just going to give them a Toys R Us gift card and then they can go find it. I think that's right. what that became. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm not faulting anything. I'm not saying like, oh, I, I hate the fact that, you know, they didn't put in effort to go do that. I'm, I totally get it. I would be the same way. Mm. Um, but I think that's just one of those things where, you know, as we got older and we, we were like, I want something really specific. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it became easier for the people who hear that to go, well, wow, you want something that specific? Well, here's the money. Go and find it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So, you know, we've talked a lot tonight about the different gifts we remember getting. What are some of the venues and locales you can remember where we had some birthday parties? Oh, well, let's see. Outside of the Swim and Racket Club, outside of our own home, mm-hmm. um, well... You know, we we we, uh, we opened with it. We might as well mention it. Bullwinkles. Ah, uh, could you say it again? Bullwinkles. Ah, uh, the memories. I know, right? The memories. It. it <sighs> I miss that place. I miss that place I... a lot. That that. I mean, that's all I need to say about that. <laughs> I can say Why? so much more. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um. What 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 was Bullwinkles? Bullwinkles was, um, you know, I, I, I think with most, most people, I could probably say, oh, hey, do you remember Chuck E. Cheese? Most people probably remember Chuck E. Cheese. Bullwinkles was like Chuck E. Cheese, but obviously it was based on Rocky and Bullwinkle and Boris and Natasha and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Dudley Do-Right and Underdog and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was one over in Santa Clara mm-hmm. off uh, Lawrence and what is that? Homestead. Mm-hmm. Um, right near where the new Kaiser building is, if you're local. If you're not, don't worry. You have no idea what I'm talking about. That's okay. Um, and it, you know, it's pizza and it's games. Well, they had more than pizza, but, you know, that's what you think of at a party. Mm-hmm. Pizza, games, and they also had, like, animatronic characters. Mm-hmm. And they also had, like, a fountain show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that that would go on a obviously on a schedule of some kind, and if you look on YouTube, that you can s- find video of uh, uh, some of the old Bullwinkle animatronics and stuff. I was looking at some of that just this this just this evening. Um, I I still to this day find it to to be the most hilarious thing in the universe that that Bullwinkle's location in Santa Clara became mm-hmm. a nightclub. <laughs> yeah and is now a kidney dialysis center <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's it's definitely the progression of childhood to adolescence to old age the, going on there yeah it, it, um, it, yeah <laughs> so obviously it's next going to become a crematorium probably right? yes probably you know that's probably the next stage and the whole thing uh, will eventually get paved over and become homes oh my gosh you know can i tell you in preparing for tonight's episode i research stuff looked at stuff on youtube i when it came to bullwinkles i fell down the rabbit hole big time big yeah. time and i just started just it was like i don't know if you've ever seen the um nicholas cage film eight millimeter uh no where he goes into like okay um he okay anyway so there's this book that was written by a guy named keith scott it's called the moose that roared Okay. And it's it's basically everything you ever wanted to know about Rocky and Bullwinkle, which of nice. course is an animated cartoon show. It ran from like 59 to 64. Mm-hmm. Right? A total classic. Of oh, yeah. American television, you Night know. Um, and the very first Bullwinkle's Family Food and Fun restaurant actually was the one that we went to as, as kids. Nope. That was um, the first it, one? It opened, that was the very first one they ever opened. No kidding. It, it, it was the flagship. It opened in 82. Wow. Um, apparently, the idea for the restaurant was Paul Fries. He was the voice actor who did Boris Badenov. Sure. 
right? Um, and and you mentioned earlier Chuck E. Cheese, which is basically the way to think about this because you know it's the family um, pizzeria, family themed pizzeria with skee ball and arcade games and whack a mole, and you could win little tickets and exchange the tickets for um, gifts like um, prizes and things like that. Right. Uh, uh, the um, the the restaurant section of the Bullwinkles, it almost had like um, um, it looked kind of like a like a log cabin, like it was kind of trying to play off the whole Frostbite Falls, Minnesota, Dudley Do Right Canada thing. I think right. And you mentioned the um, animatronic robots portraying the characters from the cartoon show, who would sing and tell stories and things like that. Um, apparently, those were built by a guy named Jim Wells, and he ran a company in North Hollywood, and he. And his uh, co-workers were all dropouts from Disney Studios. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And um, there was, the, of course, the Fantasy Fountains Water Show you mentioned, which is kind of like the big fountain shows you see, can see in Las Vegas, only it's probably the size of, like, a garden sprinkler. But they would, like, <laughs> they would, like shine colored, like, laser lights into the water fountains. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, this really trippy, cool thing. Um, and uh, apparently in 1984... Right, so like the suits behind the Bullwinkle chain, they 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 came within a hair's breadth of purchasing the Straw Hat Pizza chain. Oh, really? And 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 if they had, if that had happened, it eventually fell through. But if it had happened, they would have controlled about twenty um, percent of all the pizza parlors in California. Wow. Um, and they eventually like they had a different Bullwinkles open around like in um, Alberta, the South, the Pacific Northwest, Long Island, places mm-hmm. like that. Um, but there's only like two or three that are still open today. They're in up in Oregon, I think. Yeah. It, weren't you saying at one point that one of them is actually very near the last operating blockbuster? It is. Yes, that's right. Which is just like the, the yeah. Um, that's I can't a road trip. A more epic. Yeah. I can't think of a more epic road trip. Um, that is absolutely a road trip that has to be taken. It's really interesting that the Chuck E. Cheese thing going back to that, because what I found online the very world's very first Chuck E. Cheese opened just a couple years earlier in '77, but it opened in San Jose. Oh, no kidding! Yeah, Was and now it... there's over. I'm I'm not sure where in San Jose. Okay. Um, but there's over. It's kind of it's weird because there's like oh, I mean Chuck E. Cheese. There's like over 600 locations worldwide. Yeah, that so it's almost really like got huge. Yeah, but it's like it's it's interesting because it's they're very similar models that they started at almost the same time and place, and one succeeded and one didn't. You know what I mean? And what's interesting is the one that succeeded was not the one that was based off a loved cartoon for many years. Right, right. It's interesting because um, I remember we would go to the Chuck E. Cheese location that was in uh, Town and Country Village mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the time. I also know that there's one. Uh, down off of what is it like 101 and Tully down in like South San Jose, right? Exactly. Um, which one was the first? I I I don't know. I'd be very curious to find out. It's 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 crazy because if you go on YouTube, there's footage of the few remaining Bullwinkles restaurants and the animatronics mm-hmm. today. And the the two things that I thought were really interesting was um. The songs they play now are different than the songs that we knew from little kids having birthday parties at Bullwinkles. Right. And the animatronics are there's the robots are so old that the sounds of them like clicking and whizzing, wheezing is like louder than the music. Oh God! Wow. Um. And then it's crazy because last weekend I 
I, I really went down the rabbit hole and I found this really creepy subculture of internet message boards, forums, and websites to, run by people dedicated to vintage pizza parlors. Mm-hmm. And and somebody somebody found the original audio recorded by Bill Scott and June Foray back in 82 for the Bullwinkles that we grew up with. Yeah. And it just it 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 just hit me hard, man. It hit me hard. No, um, I I and then I found it. There was a shared it with me. Yeah. And yeah. and I've listened to it and it's it's crazy. It's it's amazing the memory is memories it brings back. Do you do you think we should uh, play a little bit for our listeners? Um, I, I could put a little bit in here. Yeah, let's take a listen, guys. Hello there, folks. In our next Fantasy Fountain show, we have two numbers. 21 and 74. No deadly. Two musical numbers. Oh, 21 and 74. Oh, Dudley. What did I do? What did I say? Nothing, Dudley. Absolutely nothing. Just watch, folks. And by the way, listen for my solo during the curly shuffle. See, I don't know about you, but that was that was something else, right? I I, I found I found I found an original Bowinkles Dudley the uh, Dudley Do Right animatronic robot that was sold at a government auction a couple years back. Oh no, kidding! Um, for like three hundred and fifty bucks. Oh my god, I would have paid four hundred. I mean, granted, it was six feet tall and it was in Raleigh, North Carolina, and they wouldn't. Yeah, you know, I'd probably have to drive out there to pick it up. But I mean, ah, geez, what a road trip, you know? But yeah, and and imagine just you know how terrified it would be waking up and walking out into your living room every morning to it. <laughs> oh, well, uh, it's time to wake up. Did you now know you could wire it into your alarm clock? That'd be so rad. Did you know June Foray, the 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 voice of Rocky? Yeah. Was was on Nixon's enemies list? Wait, seriously? Well, I mean, it, that's what it says on the Wikipedia. I mean, it's Wikipedia. So, I mean, we live in an age of fake news, I know. But I mean, isn't that just crazy to that, think that about? That is kind of crazy. It's like I mean, Nixon love him or hate him, but it's like, geez, I mean, how can you hate Rocky the Flying Squirrel? You know? I, know. I don't know. I don't know, that, man. That's that's weird. That's oh. weird. Um, <sighs> I know. Well, yeah. another another good eatery um, that I know kind of became a a favorite. <clears throat> birthday dinner location as we as at least i got older um although it does kind of actually sound like you've got some creaky animatronics in your background <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> is it is it time for a new chair yeah i think it might be yeah, time my, for a new my chair is a little creaky too it's it's kind of tough to record and like not move for two hours <laughs> i know uh, it's like back is killing me yeah dude <laughs> yeah we're getting Sorry. old. My back's killing uh, me too. Um, right. The old spaghetti factory in downtown San Jose. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That I mean, I, th- I think most people probably know what an old spaghetti factory is like. You know, you always want to have dinner inside the trolley car. And oh, oh, that's that's all. That's like that's ninety percent of the the joy of eating at the old spaghetti factory. Yeah, just I mean just that 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 and the the ambiance of the place. Which what's, what's um, your go to on their menu? Oh. Every single time, uh, spaghetti with brown butter and mazithra cheese. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds is, so good. Oh god, that is just mouthwateringly the best. You know, I don't own a smartphone, and I never have. 
But like part of me wonders if there's a button I could hit, hit on my smartphone in like 20 minutes, like a bowl of, you know, spaghetti with brown butter and mazithra cheese would just show up at my doorstep. Um, probably not a single button. Uh, You'd have to probably to go through a few buttons, but right. it's, it's, it's possible. Oh, uh, that's so tempting. Con- consider upgrading. Right. We could actually get <sighs> you on the Twitter more. Yeah. Oh, man. So, no, you... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, um, one place I really remember strongly having a, at least one birthday at was um, the Santa Cruz Mystery Spot. Yeah. And I, I, I think we've talked a little bit about the Mystery Spot in previous episodes. We have mentioned it, yes. We have mentioned it. It's, it's probably California's... I, I would say it's California's most famous gravity hill. You know, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like a roadside attraction where there's weird, you know, cabins built at like weird angles so that, you know, it looks like balls roll uphill and there's optical illusions where, you know, you, you it seems like two people, their height can change with respect to each one another, you know, right. that kind of thing. Right. Um, and that's probably earlier we talked about um, some of our birthday parties not having a lot of still photography. And for some reason, there's like a ton of old photos in the family photo album of um, my birthday party at the mystery spot, um, which is pretty cool. And I I think we've got a number of uh, pictures just visiting the mystery spot in general, because I think we just visited for fun. And then you were like, I want to have my birthday party here, Um, which I I think think is a fantastic idea. I think we had like we ate the birthday cake out of the back of the bus, the Volkswagen bus. Yeah. We absolutely Which is kind of a trip. did. No, that's very yeah. cool. Yeah, because yeah. it was. Yeah, that's right. Because it was post nineteen eighty seven. Because we didn't get the twenty one window until June of eighty seven. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Um. Yeah. No. That that was a that was a fun party. Um. And it and it was cool. Kind of cruising over over the hill and stuff in the bus with the ragtop open and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember I, speaking of kind of Santa Cruz based ones, um, my, my 13th birthday gift from mother nature was jellyfish sting. Oh no. Yeah. Oh yeah. 13th birthday playing out, playing out in the water, freezing cold. Um, that was and, the one with the pickle relish juice, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's right. That was, that was, I got that. And for whatever reason, when it happened, it, I mean, it hurt, but it kind of uh-huh. hurt like the way that, you know, getting a little paper cut hurt. It wasn't like a horrible sting. It wasn't, you know, crippling or anything. So it was kind of like, ow, ow, you know, but I kept playing in the water for a while and I finally came in and I was complaining about it. Mom looked at my foot and it was all red and everything. And she's like, honey, I think you got a jellyfish sting. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait, what part of your body did it sting you on? The The top of my right foot the foot okay all right yeah okay so it Um, didn't feel like it didn't feel like it didn't feel like you were climbing the rope in gym class no okay no i wasn't that far in the water thankfully um no and i even remember i specifically remember at the time saying in my head and then looking back it's utterly illogical it's it's like why would you even think that and like oh i must have hit a sharp piece of kelp oh there's a lot of seaweed and stuff at the beach that we were at um which i believe was sunset state beach um and it's wait sharp kelp no there is no such thing sharp (laughs) kelp doesn't happen (laughs) you know i should have gone um this is weird i should go in and have mom look at it i was like no i want to keep playing (laughs) in the ocean 
did the pickle relish work? The, um, the yeah, pain away? yeah. The acid, the acid in the um, in the pickle relish uh, did kind of help neutralize uh, the sting. I had also been, you know, living with it for at least a half an hour, so I'd kind of gotten used to it in some ways. <laughs> Can I tell you a gross pickle relish story from our childhood? Uh, okay. I eat my favorite sandwich. It was like like white bread, a slice of American cheese, pickle relish, mayonnaise, and that's it. I'm going to go back to the whole spaghetti with brown butter and mazzucchi. <laughs> You've kind of culinarily you're, turned me off. You're, you're sticking with the spaghetti? You're not going I'm with the gonna, mayonnaise yeah. sandwich? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was that's, that's kind of gross. It's to- it was to- it was so good though. I mean, it's totally gross, but oh my god! You know, I come to think of it, I remember something kind of from around my my tenth birthday that I forgot to mention. What was that when? Well, and it's birthday related, but not my birthday. Like I had just started fifth grade. Yeah. Um. Um. Desegregation was all the rage in our mm-hmm. school district. So I, I was now having to go all the way out uh, to Empire Gardens School mm-hmm. in San Jose, which is like, you know, almost, I don't know, it's it, it's it's like the southeastern side of, of downtown San Jose, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's northeastern side. I, I, I don't know. Um, instead of going to the school that's, you know, three blocks from me, I literally had to go to the other side of town. Anyway, fifth grade. Um, so the summer before I kind of let my hair grow out, you know, um, it was probably shoulder length at most. Um, Mm -hmm. it was the eighties. People did stuff like that, I guess. And so it was early in the school year and it was our teacher's birthday. Cool. Great. Happy birthday, Teach. Um, But her mom comes in with a cake and in front of the class, right, fifth grade, Mm -hmm. right, goes, let's have a girl help us cut the cake, points at me. What? Why? Because you had long hair? Yeah. What? Yeah. Man, today you get like a lawsuit for that. Right. (laughs) You probably would. I was, I literally was so embarrassed. I never grew my hair long again. Did all the class like laugh and point at you? I there probably was some laughter. I don't remember yeah. if there was pointing, but there there might have just been some quiet confusion of like um that that that's a dude, ma'am. Was it was it was it the teacher who said that or the no, teacher's no, no, mom? No, 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 it was the teacher's mom. Was she being was she really confused or was she being like jokey? Uh no, no. She 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 was being quite serious. This oh, was not geez. like, oh, let's get a girl. You've got long hair. Let's make fun of you. No, this was like, let's get a girl. Was she like eighty five and half blind? I, I mean, don't at least remember. Oh, probably okay. not. Probably not eighty five. Oh I mean, my god! I couldn't vouch for the eyesight. But yeah, you know, that was uh, yeah. I I know what you're talking about, man. Because it's like for me, like I know we talked about how we would celebrate my birthday in June or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, that's like that's like stuff you can only get away with in your family, like. In the classroom, like all my classmates basically had birthdays at times of the year when class was in session. And they would do all this stuff. They would have the teacher would have all the other students sing the happy birthday song mm-hmm. in class to the person whose birthday it was and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I never once got that because of the of course the Christmas thing, Christmas vacation, you know? Yeah. And it was true. it's like this it's like this forbidden fruit thing. It's like I'll never know what that's like. Aww. You know? 
Uh, it's all good. It's all good. We'll, we'll have you. We'll have you come into Amber's classroom, and we'll, we'll make her fifth graders sing to you. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to okay. her about that. Okay, students, I want you to all sing "Happy Birthday" to this strange forty-year-old man you've never met before. Yeah, right. Happy birthday! <laughs> oh, you know it, it's funny because um, Perrin does not like people to sing loud. Oh, that's right. He, he does when like it's when it's like birthday song time he's yeah. like whisper it or he's like yeah. dancing i remember just... seeing it once but it was all like everybody was doing it really quietly yeah. yeah yeah i don't i don't know how or why that started Interesting. um but that's how he feels and so we roll with that how do you feel how do you feel about um uh potential add-ons to the hol- the happy birthday song like and many more on channel 44 like <laughs> cha 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 are you down with that? Um, like... Sure. I mean, I, I don't really that? have an opinion one way or the other about it. Oh, really? No. Um, but interesting. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not interesting. Maybe it's just interesting to me. But um, maybe this is just my moment of catharsis because you were sharing your uh, your feelings on on never being sung to. Is yeah. and I don't know because I know I know you and Avi obviously were were similar in a lot of ways. But I I for a long time would kind of get this feeling either around my birthday or Christmas like I wasn't worthy of the gifts mm. and the praise loaded on mm-hmm. me it's it's it make like you feel self-conscious or? very much so like all of a sudden yeah. it's like hey it's your birthday here's all this stuff and I'm like I don't deserve all this stuff this is this mm. is like too much it, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about um our previous episode uh, yeah yeah um where i just would kind of get just overwhelmed by that stuff and and yeah. would just have this very strong ne- negative reaction to it now mm-hmm. the nice thing is obviously i've grown and matured and i i can kind of like you know see recognize when those feelings happen and go okay they're just feelings it's yeah. just a birthday yeah you know yeah. but yeah there was I mean, especially like, uh, you know, the, the tween and the teen years for sure. It was, I mean, I would get really, really down on myself sometimes. It's, you know, that's a, that's a trip that you mentioned that. Cause it's like watching the whole family home movies. It's like, you know, at your birthday party, I'm like jumping in there trying to open up all your presents and take them over, you know? So it's like, <laughs> I, I apparently had the exact opposite emotional reaction. I, I didn't think I was getting enough toys or praise, you know? Well, um, and it's funny because I I know there were other times where like, you know, you would be completely, you know, just getting something on your own. You've either saved up for it or, 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 you know, earned it somehow. And I'd be horribly jealous and I'd be like, I want something too. I deserve yeah. something. And, and it's, so it's, it was never always kind of just black and white like that. There definitely no. was a and mix, there was, but. Yeah. And I think there were, there were moments of, of, of genuine love and generosity. I mean, I think there's oh, one. Oh yeah. Oh, of course. There's, there's the one story that I think you remember it better than I do, but apparently mm. we were at Kitty world toy store and we had our allowance money and I had my allowance money and I was probably going to buy a hot wheel or something. And I think you wanted something, but you wanted something that was like maybe more money than you had. And like, I, I gave you my allowance money or I, I offered to give it to you or I, I remember that. I don't remember what i wanted yeah um not to toot my own horn but no 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 (laughs) 
like, by the way, folks, I'm a really great little brother. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, you are, but um, no, and and that is that is some of the stuff. And I, you know, in in all honesty, I I don't remember doing that to you as much. And if I didn't do it hardly at all, I apologize. No, I mean it's uh, we 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 shared all our toys. We played we did. together, so I we don't did. think there was any. I know, but it was all good. You know, there's yeah. there's a difference between like oh, hoarding my stuff and and sharing it anyway, and then having that that <laughs> genuine moment of generosity of <laughs> thinking of someone other than yourself. Because that let's be honest, that is not something innate <laughs> in kids most of the time. No, especially siblings, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like get your dirty damn hands off my David Hasselhoff action figure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think we were like anything like that, you know? Oh, I, you I think may, it's you, all good. You may have just given me the perfect audio to stick at the end of the episode, too. <laughs> oh, um, thanks. Uh, but no, I, 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 I get it. Um, and, and the fact that we shared a room and, we, you know, we grew up in a 1,000 square foot house. Um, our stuff was mixed up all the time, you know, we we were around each other's stuff all the time. So sharing was kind of natural. Yeah. Um, there, there were very few things where it was like, no, this is, you know, this, this is precious to me. I'm keeping it over here. Please don't touch it. You know, there wasn't any, there wasn't a whole lot of that from what I remember. Not when we were real young, at least. Do you think it was more painful to step on a light bright pig or like a Lego block? That is a very good and distracting question. Um, I would I'm, probably have to say Lego, but just because I, I stepped on more of them. Yeah, I think I think I'm the same way. I think I think I'd go Lego. I still do every now and then, but that's the joy of having kids. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <sighs> I know, man. We've 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 covered a bunch. I mean, we've happy basic, birthday. I thank you, thank you. I I need to since it's the end of August and we're recording this right now. I actually need to figure out what we are doing for my birthday and make sure that you're invited. Um, Your birthday's on a Saturday this year. That's it, kind of yeah, thing. Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember which. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it'll be nice and easy to have people over. Yeah. Better than a Wednesday. I'm on a Wednesday this year. Oh, are you really? Yeah, it's like no, nothing ever good happens on a Wednesday. No, it's Thursdays. I can't get the hang of. Oh, Thursdays. Douglas uh, Adams reference. Turning 42. Uh, That's right. That's right. Whereas well, the Beatles, yeah. Go ahead. As the Beatles say, uh, stupid bloody Tuesdays as well. You know. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am the walrus, aren't I? Um. Wow, random references tonight. I like it. Um, can you think of anything else from from our birthdays past? I loved I loved having candles that were in the shape of um, Arabic numerals rather than having the individual candles. Yeah, like for some reason I thought like the number candle were cool was cool. Yeah. I, I would agree um, with that, and and they're so much easier to read in Arabic than in Roman <laughs> Roman numeric numeral. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we we could. What's forty? That's like wait. That's no. Don't tell me that's XL, right? It is. Oh, I could have an XL on my cake this year. You totally could. Sweet. Oh my god. Well, you did take Latin in high school, you know. I, so I, we, I don't know why I did, but I did. You know what? Um, before before we close out, can I give a shout out to another podcast? Sure. 
So I just I just want to say, folks, if if you enjoy our podcast at all, I really want to encourage you to check out another podcast. It's called Silicon Valley. You know, kind of like Silicon Valley, but gone because you know so much stuff from our childhood has been torn down. Um, it's put out by a guy named Chris Garcia. He's a curator at the Computer History Museum down there. Um, he grew up in the same time period that Taylor and I did in the same locale. And I recently found his podcast and some of the Taylor, let me just talk to you about really quickly. Some of the topics, his episodes. Oh yeah, please. 94th Aero Squadron. Which I had forgotten about until I saw that. Right. Wilson's Jewel Bakery, By the Bucket, Time Con, Mervyn's, Mel Cotton's, Squeezers, which we have talked about before. I mean, when I found this guy's podcast, I'm like freaking out because it's like this guy's inside my brain. You know what (laughs) I mean? Anyway, uh, yeah. Chris, I salute you. Uh, good job. Great work. I yeah. really enjoy your stuff. Definitely. I've, I've listened to a couple things. Um, I, I was actually, I, I went for the TimeCon one first, and, and it sounded like it was just a two-minute clip of a larger conversation. It wasn't so much a podcast as it was a, a blurb. I was kind of hoping for a little more just because of my my enjoyment of that convention as well but it it seems like what he's got there is really neat and folks if you're following along on our twitter um you'll probably see uh us retweet a lot of stuff from some other uh 80s retro and nostalgia podcasts um so if you see that stuff and there's there's stuff that interests you please be sure to check them out because they do a lot of great work too Mm -hmm. indeed well seb Taylor. <laughs> As we dive now into fall, pumpkin spice everything is coming up. The air is turning colder, if hopefully less smoky. Less smoky. What will we be talking about for October's episode? Ladies and gentlemen, we will be having our next episode be about All Hallows' Eve. And all things spooky and spooky and scary from our childhood. And I can't tell you, when we started this podcast almost a year ago, can you believe it's been almost a year? It has been almost a year. Ah, we're coming up on our anniversary. I've got to tell you, one of the first things that came to mind was, oh, when October runs around, we have to do a Halloween episode. And I've been looking forward to it. I look forward to all our episodes, but I think I'm especially excited about this one. So yeah. um, stay tuned, folks. Yeah, this will be an interesting one. There's uh, probably the scariest thing will be the... Uh... The uh, Inspector Gadget costume <laughs> I wore one year. The the, the what, what's the wardrobe malfunction? Is that yeah the, the one the one where I split my pants because I was already a chubby <laughs> kid. Yeah, yeah. You'll get to hear all about that next month. Uh, go go Gadget Husky size pants. Yeah, uh, pretty yes. much, pretty much. Uh, well, between geez. now and then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Memory Serves Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Apex Buddha, and you can follow Seb at Clan McMuffin. Yes, indeed. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever on earth you consume podcasts. Just search up If Memory Serves. And if you are a Spotify junkie, we are also now on Spotify, along with all of the other great shows on NOTLG.com. Please rate and review us as well i haven't been brave enough to go and look and see if we have any reviews or any ratings <laughs> but uh i suppose one one day we could sit down and read some of them um also please subscribe to us on soundcloud if you're on soundcloud you can get all the great shows from that living geeks it's soundcloud.com slash the n-o-t-l-g and i am so excited to share that you can go 
to notlg.spreadshirt.com and get yourself one of our new If Memory Serves shirts. Hey! That's right. We have a shirt now. Go and get it and wear that retro radness on your chest. Swag. Swaggity swag swag indeed. And speaking of swag, please help us out if you're in a position to um getting ourselves on spotify is is not free um so if you can uh support us please patreon.com slash notlg we would greatly appreciate it morgan willis does our intro and outro music with the track party all night check him out on facebook search up morgan willis his name is all in caps you can't miss it he's also on twitter morgan willis 82 and check him out on soundcloud just search morgan willis that does it for us for this month for september uh join us next month when we get spooky oh good night folks good night Dirty damn hands off my David Hasselhoff action figure. <laughs> <laughs>